Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Good afternoon. This is the law. It's your legal light. It's your health law. I'm Samson Ladia Nyenini, and this afternoon we will take you through some education on the role of the Attorney General in prosecutions. This has become necessary, and you sure know why. The Attorney General has just called for the docket in respect of um, Cecilia Dapar, the former minister's theft case in the court. The Attorney General has rendered an advice many people are unhappy about and suggesting that the Attorney General is seeking to do something untoward to protect the former minister. We will be asking, what has the Attorney General done wrong? Has he overstepped his functions? We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is the law. It is your legal light. It is your health law. 
and we're discussing the Attorney General's role in prosecutions. And I'm excited to introduce you our guest this afternoon, Nick Papo Samoa Ado of Ado 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 Legal Attorneys has uh, over a decade practicing as a lawyer and spent quite a considerable time in the Attorney General's department and so will bring us very good education. Nee, thank you so very much for making time to join us. Right. Uh, obviously, he's not new to this platform. Also joining us and joining us via Zoom is Julius Opoku Ejei, who uh, is with Opoku Ejei and Co. Uh, Julius, thank you so very much. Right. Here in the studio again is Albert Jemfi of Total Legal Services. You remember him so well. The teacher who has been very helpful in making the law so easy to appreciate when he took on a number of matters on this platform. And Ni is also a law teacher. So two teachers, uh, two people in the classroom and also in practice helping us with this discussion this afternoon. Abit, thank you for making time to join us. You're welcome. Great. So now we begin straight away with the subject of our discussion. And as you know, in due course, we will open the phone lines for you to join us. I'm starting with you, Albert. What is the legal or constitutional basis of the Attorney General's function as a prosecutor? Okay, so um, under the Constitution, there are some few positions which are mentioned. One of them is the Attorney General. So the Attorney General is um, created under Article 88 of the Constitution. And under Article 88, the only requirement mentioned is that the Attorney General must be a Minister of State. So you have to be a Minister first before you qualify for appointment as the Attorney General. And as such, most governments or successive governments have created the Ministry of Justice. So whoever occupies the position of Minister of Justice also doubles as the Attorney General, even though there is no straight constitutional requirement that that should be the case. Now, under the same Article 88, when it comes to prosecution, the Attorney General is, is supposed to be the initiator mm. and the conductor of all criminal prosecutions in Ghana. So the, the person with the duty to prosecute cases, all criminal cases in Ghana, is Attorney General. And as most people would know, criminal cases is the republic versus the accused person. Right. The complainant is only a witness for the prosecution. That is why in three mm. criminal cases are referred to as abayamani. Mm -hmm. You have a case against the state. So the, the Attorney General, that stands instead of the state to prosecute all criminal cases for the state. So that is the role of the Attorney General. He starts the case, he prosecutes, and he finishes for and on behalf of the state. Thank you very much. Now, let's go to the man who has been in that uh, place for quite a while. <laughs> what does the Attorney General actually do beyond the broad, you know, constitutional Article 88 uh, provisions that, you know, Albert has sought to explain to us? Okay, so um, the Article 88, um, uh, 3 and 4, 
you know, broad talk about the uh, functions of the Attorney General when it comes to the issue of criminal prosecution. Now, um, 88.3 deals with the fact that the Attorney General is the initiator. So the point is he, the power to prosecute is in the um, power, is in the office of the Attorney General. And 88.4 then also allows him to delegate that power to any office or anyone that he deems fit and necessary. Because there are certain offices that, for example, tax-related offenses, officers of the GRA can be empowered by the Attorney General to prosecute. Mm. Yoko, for example, deals with economic and organized crime. They have prosecutors there who will be dealing with... Because I know that the work of the Attorney General will be, will be practically... So, so what, you're saying, what you're saying is the Attorney General gives... Its powers, of course, by what we call it, mandates yes. them. Yes. Okay, so they normally the, the the practical process is that you train the officials who are being designated to deal with those uh, offenses. ECG, for example, uh, offenses dealing with um, electricity and mm-hmm. um, you know uh, use of illegal use of electricity. Snit, SNIT, SNIT for example. So you have SNIT. so all those offices there are certain specialized offices who are allowed to prosecute in the name of the attorney general. But when you come to the office of the attorney general, we have divisions. Right. So we have the department of prosecutions. That's the, and we have who we call the director of public prosecutions. She's in charge of all prosecutions by the, what we call state attorneys. Mm-hmm. So these are lawyers employed by the state under the Legal Service Act. And they, their role is to assist the attorney general to prosecute uh, criminal offenses. So they are like the civil service arm of the Attorney General's Department. And it is led technically by the Solicitor General. Okay. So if you look at the Act, the Act, the head of the um, legal, service. legal Service is the Solicitor General. That's and so in the absence of the Attorney General, so normally during the transitional periods, mm-hmm. when there's like one government moving on to the next, the Solicitor General actually acts as the Attorney General until a substantive Attorney General appointed. That's the practical nature of our way. But when it comes to prosecutions, it is the director of public prosecutions. So under the Attorney General Department, we have the Civil Division, which is headed by the Solicitor General. And we have the Director of Public Prosecutions heading the Prosecutions Division. In every region, the unique thing about Accra is that for Accra, the Director of Public Prosecutions um, deals with only criminal cases. And then the Civil Division of the Attorney General deals with the civil um, assets because the, all cases against the state also are against the Attorney General. Mm. Okay. But in the other regions, the, the Chief State Attorney is the head of the Attorney General's office in the region, and he deals with both civil and criminal. It is only in Accra where we have the Director of Public Prosecutions mm. who deals with both the civil and the uh, criminal uh, issues. Right. Now, the director of public prosecutions and the state attorneys do a variety of things when it comes to the uh, uh, world of uh, criminal prosecution. So, for example, with MTTU advice, any case dealing with death, so it involves death, you would have to bring the docket to the attorney general's office for advice. Okay, so generally. you mean the police? The police, yes. So, the police, uh, let me quickly mention, the police as well up to a certain rank, normally an inspector, mm-hmm. is allowed to prosecute what we call minor offenses, generally. And those happen in the, in the district court and in the circuit court. 
these days, because we have the, some police officers being lawyers mm -hmm. who are trained, in some instances, the lawyers who are police officers can come to the high court to deal with matters to do with um, ex parte applications, for example, mm -hmm. normally. But in the high court, it is reserved mainly for the state attorneys to initiate prosecutions in the high court. It's rare that I've seen a police officer who is even a lawyer initiating a criminal process in the high court. It is, it is rare. Okay. Uh -huh. Right. And uh, he just referred to the Legal Service Act 1993 and says that it creates a legal service um, department, so to speak, and that service is headed by the Solicitor General. The Act in Section 3 says the Solicitor General is the administrative head of the service. I'm just confirming what he has said. And he says the Solicitor General shall, in the absence of both the Attorney General and Deputy Attorneys General, perform the functions of the Attorney General. So you remember the explanation he gave when there is a change in power and at a certain period there's a certain lull, there actually is not a lull in the um, Attorney General's department. Subject to the directions given by the Attorney General, uh, the Solicitor General is to supervise and coordinate the work of the divisions of the Attorney General's department and members of the service and perform any functions assigned by the Attorney General. Yes, Julius uh, Opokwe J, what will you say preliminary about what needs to be said about the role of the Attorney General in prosecutions? Um, as my colleagues have already indicated, the Attorney General is responsible for every prosecution in this country. Um, everybody prosecutes at the behest of the Attorney General, whether it's uh, the state attorneys, the police, um, Senate, as has been mentioned, and now the OS. Everybody is, I mean, who prosecutes has the right, uh, it's given the mandate by the Attorney General to do so. Um, preliminarily, this is what I, I will say. Mm. Mm. And also remind us that in this country, we don't have civilian uh, um, prosecution. So no, nobody can prosecute the matter unless the Attorney General sanctions it. Right. Albert, did the Attorney General do anything wrong in calling for a docket that the police was handling in the circuit court in respect of the Republic versus Patients, Boche, Sarai J, Benjamin Sowa, Kweku Boche, and Malik Dauda. We call it the Cecilia Dapa case. And then police submitted the docket. They reviewed the docket, gave advice, told the police what they needed to change, what they need to add, uh, extra investigations that they need to do, among others, and they say to avoid duplicity in the charges. All right, let me, let me say, that just as my, my colleagues also stated, the role of prosecution, or the person in charge of prosecution in Ghana is Attorney General. Under EI-5, the Attorney General, under the Act H, which is the Criminal and Other Offenses Procedure Act, mm. can give powers or can delegate some of its functions to some people. And one of them is, the, is a police officer not below the rank of a sergeant. Mm. Now, a police officer not below the rank of a sergeant can prosecute cases in the circuit court and in the district court. 
So the, even though the, the EIC is summarily, of course, every case is in the district court and the circuit court had to be tried summarily. Mm. So, so far as the person is not below the rank of a sergeant, they already have the authority of the attorney general to engage in prosecution. But once already indicated that the person in charge of the prosecution is the attorney general, he also exercises some form of supervisory role over these public prosecutors. And as such, the attorney general has the power to recall a case docket. And some cases which are to be, to be prosecuted by these public attorneys are to be submitted to the attorney general for advice. Now, the attorney general collects these dockets together with the statement, with the, the charges, together with all the evidence. He reviews it, and he has the right to prefer charges. Now, this is not the first time people are raising a lot of issues mm. concerning um, the attorney general coming in or to put it, interfering with prosecution by the police. We all remember the case of Gregoria Foucault, where at the later end of prosecution, just as when the judge was about to deliver her judgment, the AG entered an only prosecutor mm-hmm. and decided to start the trial all over again. There were issues raised about it, and the officer of blessed memory in the Supreme Court stated that the discretion to prosecute or not is with the Attorney General. The discretion to prefer which charges and which charges not to prefer is with the Attorney General. So despite the investigations that the police will carry out, and despite the preliminary charges police will prefer against an accused person, the final say is with the Attorney General. And the Attorney General will usually do so in the form of an advice. And the mm. police have to go in accordance with the advice given by the Attorney General. They mm. cannot go contrary to it. So I don't see anything wrong in the police preferring an advice on the, the AG preferring AG, advice. Yes, preferring advice to the police on how to, just should I say, carry out that prosecution. And I've read the advice, and in my view, I don't see anything wrong with we'll that. Go, we'll get to the substance of the advice shortly. Um, as he spoke, he was referring to AG has gone to file nolly prosequi and so on. Just to use that for you to help us explain in the functions, in the exercise of the functions of the Attorney General in prosecutions, what are some of the powers that it exercises? Okay, so the, the Attorney General also, in, as part of preparing a, a docket for trial, can direct the investigative agency. So Yoko can bring a docket to the Attorney General for Attorney General to prosecute. Uh, the police will bring national security, bring dockets to the Attorney General. Any agency empowered to do investigations in this country, mm. ultimately will bring its dockets to the Attorney General for advice. Now, in giving that advice, the Attorney General exercises the right to send the docket back for further directions. Mm. Because at the end of the day, it is the Attorney General that will have to carry that docket to court to prosecute. And you don't want a docket that is full of potholes, mm. or a docket that has so many questions around it that defense lawyers good as something will, will have the opportunity to enter the, 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 the fray and, uh, and make a mockery out of the, of the Attorney General's office. So before the Attorney General will ultimately prefer charges, the Attorney General must be satisfied that the case that has been prepared by the police by way of investigation, that's where people must understand that it is the duty of the agencies of state that have been empowered to investigate, to build what we call a docket. It is for the Attorney General to supervise the process in such a way that ultimately when it comes before 
the, the attorney general, he prefers the charges, the charges at least can lead to what we call a prima facie case. Okay. In other jurisdictions like the U.S., the district attorney or the attorney is actually involved in the investigations from the word go, okay. from the start to mm. the end. Mm. In our country, we've followed the British model. We've divided the two. So the um, investigation. investigation is carried out by the, uh, police. the police. They bring their docket. The attorney general will review the docket. He would give his advice if he feels that there are necessary additions, further questions to be asked, further things to be done. Because it is the bedding of the prosecution in any criminal trial to ensure that it produces evidence beyond a reasonable doubt. That's the standard. It's a very heavy bedding. Yeah. So the power to prosecute, and I like the case he cited. In that case, the court also pointed out by... Uh, Macy's one-day sale is going on now with great deals of the day on back-to-school essentials they need now, like 40 to 50% off kids' and juniors' outfits, 25 to 50% off backpacks, bags, and accessories, and get their dorm room set with 40% off small appliances from Bella, Crux, and more. Plus, download the app for even more great deals of the day at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Right now at Wendy's, when you buy either a Dave's Single, Spicy Chicken Sandwich, Medium Frosty, or 10-Piece Nuggets, you can get another for just a buck. Your dollar never tasted so good. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado. Para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. So it's obvious what everyone will get, right? Definitely nuts Spicy and chicken a sandwich. Dave's Dave single, single and a frosty. Frosty for me. and a frosty. Okay, who said frosty and a frosty? Pick your obvious choice. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Buy one, get one for a buck. Limited time only. Price of participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's valid for item of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined in a combo or any other offer. At Rocket, we know buying a home is exciting and a bit overwhelming. Ready to buy a home but stressed about writing those big checks? Rocket can help you save. When you buy with Rocket Homes and finance with Rocket Mortgage, you can get up to $10,000 cash toward closing from Rocket Mortgage. It's a pretty big deal and one you can get only with Rocket. Visit onlywithrocket.com to get started today. For purchase transactions only, must lot rate between 331 and 831. Call 37 rocket for conditions and restrictions. Equal housing letter licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumerAccess.org, number 3030. The power to prosecute is a discretionary power. The, the decision to either prosecute or not to prosecute is subject to the requirements of Article 296. It is not an open-fetted um, and absolute power. So, What is Article 296? 296 talks about the use of discretionary power. Mm -hmm. It must be candid. It must, be, it must not be arbitrary. It must be in accordance with due process. Right. It must not be capricious. So there are standards. Mm -hmm. And any public officer that exercises those discretionary powers is fettered under that. And so in doing so, or in exercising the power to either terminate a prosecution, that's one of the powers of the attorney general, right. the lonely prosecutor, right. that the Republic is not interested mm -hmm. in, in proceeding with a prosecution based on certain considerations. We have, there's a guide on public pros on prosecutions that mm -hmm. is supposed to guide a public prosecutor 
as to how to do its prosecution. And there are a number of considerations. It can be national security, it can be public interest, it can be a number of things. Maybe the person is an infant, maybe there's not a cooperative witness. So if you remember the case of KKD, the, the fundamental witness, the person who, the victim, yes. decided that she wasn't going to cooperate. The power to subpoena was there, but it makes your work, <laughs> you know, yeah. very difficult. So there are a number of considerations why the attorney general may decide to terminate a prosecution or why the attorney general may decide to continue with the prosecution. In directing the police to go back and do further investigations, what we all must ask ourselves is whether that advice or that the, the exercise of that discretion mm. is being guided by the considerations under Article 296. And so, yes, people may have issues. People may have questions. You see, the reason why there are some questions in respect of this particular matter yeah. also arise because the case has traveled other realms. If I listen to my brother, um, uh, Magic Bebu, yesterday, he makes us understand that an aspect of the case has actually gone to court mm -hmm. and has come back. The, the Attorney General is also a political person. And so there must always be public interest, especially from CSOs and from all of us, as to whether the office and the power that is embedded in the office is being used for the ultimate public good. Mm -hmm. And so if you hear people asking questions mm -hmm. about the advice and the further directions to the police, are we... The ultimate question that people want to understand is that in exercising the or asking the police to go back and do the further follow-ups that they are doing, are they being directed to ultimately ensure that the complaint that has been brought before the, 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 the police. police and the work that is being done by the Office of the Special Prosecutor is being done to complement that work? Or is the investigation being used to obfuscate yeah. or to divert attention or right. to make it difficult yeah. for the Office of the Special Prosecutor to also be able to do its work? So yeah. we need to examine all those things and so, be sure that ultimately it is the interest of the citizen that is being Right. So now let's, let's commence getting into the detail of the ad advice and whether or not it is, um, it is the best, it is not the best from where they sit if the Attorney General is doing something wrong or right. So, Senior um, Pukweje, what do you say uh, from what you have read of the advice that the Attorney General has given? First of all, let's help educate the public. Do you see what the Attorney General is doing here as an interference and seeking to, as it were, interfere with what the special prosecutor is doing. It doesn't look like there's any attempt to do any such thing, is there? No, 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 not at all. Um, years ago, after school, I did my national service in the Attorney General's office, and I was in the prosecution's division. Oh, great. So <laughs> I've had um, occasion to give advice, such as uh, we see the Attorney General doing in this matter. Okay. Um, the public seems to have taken a very keen interest in the political or the politician involved, mm -hmm. and so are very uncomfortable when the other aspects of this whole matter is being looked at. And there's suspicion that um, the Attorney General may want to, as um, Nee said, obfuscate the, 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 the whole matter. But um, the Attorney General is very right. Look, there, there are huge sums involved here. Um, whether the 
uh, whether Madam says the Adapa came by these monies properly or not. There's a case of stealing which must be investigated. That's right. She, 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 she complained that she's lost money. Uh, that must be dealt with. The Attorney General, from my understanding, is not looking into the corruption-related matters. The OSP is dealing with that. And so far, from what I see from the advice, the Attorney General is on the right track, advising the police to do certain further investigations, mm. to take certain statements, and to clarify certain things. There are charges which have been locked together, which may, may fail in the prosecution because of the way the charges have been framed. They've been advised to separate them. Um, this is exactly what the, the Attorney General's office is set up to do. I mean, if, if I mean, I'm not saying the police are not competent, but if the Attorney General's office has sufficient lawyers to do the prosec all prosecutions, I'm sure this matter would not have gone to court mm -hmm. in the manner in which it has been presented until now. Mm -hmm. So the Attorney General is certainly on the right track. Right. Um so I'm, I'm coming back to Albert. And Albert, the Attorney General, among others, is asking the police to do further investigations and to bring in this. They say, quote, we know that you are investigating the acquisition of various properties by the first and second accused persons. That is those who have been charged for stealing the money belonging to Cecilia Dapa. And he says which investigations border on money laundering. The advice rendered above implies that you should broaden the investigations on money laundering and other financial crimes to cover the complaints, to cover the complainants in order to establish the matters raised above. This is in light of the huge volumes of cash reported by the complainants to have been stolen from their home. So if you follow the process so far, part of the stolen money has been used to buy property. Cash, 70,000 US dollars, has been used to buy property by a young lady who is only a house help and is not reasonably expected to hold that amount of money. The people who sold the property to her and so on, now may have to come in to answer questions about money laundering. Somebody reads this and says, ah, but the special prosecutor is doing these things. Does the special prosecutor's law allow it to do money laundering? All right, so um, if, if you look at the, the law um, establishing the office of the special prosecutor, right. it is mainly established to investigate public corruption. So if an individual decides to engage in money laundering, which is also a crime, it is not a public corruption, and that will not call in the office of the OSP. However, the advice given for the complainant source of wealth to be investigated, in my view, is, is in the right direction. Okay. You make a complaint that I have $800,000 at home, I have $200,000 at home. They were separated into two, but the police decided to lump them together. That's right. I have 300,000 euros at home, and these persons have stolen them. But we look at the properties they have acquired, their net worth. We gather all properties that they have acquired, movable properties subsequent to that, mm -hmm. and it's not even equivalent to about $200,000. Obviously, no public prosecutor would take such a case to court because you cannot prove it. Mm -hmm. One thing about stealing is that if you are to secure a conviction for stealing, you are supposed to prove that there has been a dishonest appropriation. The person must have something. 
and that thing should have been stolen. Mm -hmm. So if the complainant never had a thing, you cannot successfully prosecute a person for stealing something that did not exist. So did they really have eight hundred thousand dollars, two hundred thousand dollars, and three hundred thousand euros at home? Because if they did not have it, then those persons cannot be charged with stealing. That is the first one. So the first the advice given, whether those monies were in the home, is critical. Mm -hmm. Number two, the fact that you're a complainant does not mean that you cannot also be investigated. In my view, if you have such colossal sums of money mm -hmm. at home, no matter the source, I will not go into where she acquired it, mm -hmm. but no matter the source, it's a subject of question. Why is this money in your home? And if the police should also conduct the investigation and it turns out that that is also an avenue for money laundering, mm -hmm. they can also charge the complainants in a different doc on a different docket mm -hmm. for money laundering. So if the, the, the attorney general has looked at it and he feels that, no, there are various persons who can also be brought into the free. You mentioned those who sold the property. $70,000 house to a young person without, excuse me to say, any meaningful source of employment, without you knowing where the money was obtained. You could be charged for abatement of money laundering. Mm -hmm. So the, the, I think if, like my, my, my senior said, if the attorney general is to take this case up, you're going to have so many counts involving mm -hmm. so many other people. So the call for further investigation is in the right direction. People should not forget. So as you said, potentially the 10 counts may end up being more than 10 counts. And, and the accused persons may mm -hmm. end up being, being more. Mm -hmm. So I, I think people should also understand that the Attorney General is not an investigative body. Yes, they are supposed to assist, but we are bodies responsible for investigation. Mm -hmm. But after the investigations have been done, it's the Attorney General that will take the case docket to court. So if he feels that he will require further evidence in prosecuting this case, it is in the right direction. And I think the Attorney General should be commended mm -hmm. for he instructing the investigative body to carry out other investigation to establish the guilt or otherwise of the accused person. And where he felt that some persons are not supposed to be charged. In this case, the father mm -hmm. of the first accused person yes. is not supposed to be charged because mm -hmm. he feels 10,000 Ghana cities from my daughter to me, after all these years of work, is money that cannot be classified as dishonestly receiving, so the charges should be dropped. I think it's in the right direction. Like my brother said, he wouldn't want a defense lawyer to ridicule him um, right. in court. So in respect of the, the girl's father, this is what the Attorney General says. He says, there is not enough evidence to show that the fourth accused, father of the first accused, knew that the money his daughter gave him was stolen. Even though the first accused, that's the daughter, claims in one of her statements that she gave her father 50,000 Ghana cities. She explained in another statement that she initially gave him 10,000 and asked one Asibi to give him an additional 4,000. She, uh, she later got to know from her father that Asibi did the money to him. The fourth accused, that is the household father, explained that he knew his daughter was working in Accra but had no idea the complainant, who the complainants were. <clears throat> he received 10000 from her daughter and spent it not knowing that the money was stolen. This explanation appears reasonable and makes the evidence on record insufficient to sustain a charge of dishonestly receiving against him. We'll be right back.
when something happens, you want to know all about it immediately. Here at Joy News, we don't just bring you the breaking stories. We go beyond them to bring you the intricate issues in those developing stories. We are relentless in our probe, detailed in our search, and our commitment to be your most credible news source is one that you can trust. Because news is all about you. Joy News, credible, independent, and fearless. Welcome back. This is the law. It's your legal light. It is your health law. And here on the law, we make sure that we're giving you the best of legal education. As I indicated, and as we always do, we'll open the phone lines at the right time. But I need to caution ahead of it. On this show, it's a legal clinic, and we seek to give you pure legal education, platinum legal education. I know this issue has a lot to do with some politics. But when you come in, take off the politics. Here, we are simply turning uh, a classroom to educate you. Now, so, Nia, I come to you on what the Attorney General advised. As far as the fourth person who has been charged is concerned, the fourth person is Patience Boche's father. Patience Boche is the house help. She had alleged that she had given 50000 to her father. So the police put it in their charge sheets, and the brief facts explain it. But they say that when you read Patience Butch's own statement, she says she gave the father 10000 and then asked one Asibi to give him 4000 Later found out Asibi didn't actually give the money. She also blew it. <laughs> right. Thief man, thief, thief man, another thief man, thief that thief man. Now, Attorney General says, on the basis of this, you can't put the father in this case and charge him with 50000 That's good advice, go isn't ba- it? Go back and do your work right. properly. So that's, that's, that's actually the role of the Attorney General, to ensure that. And if you look, a lot of people are missing something in the advice. Mm-hmm. In my time at the AG's department, the police have a limit on which they can prosecute. That's right. That's a very important mm. uh, thing. And it is done because of some of these problems that are associated, because of the technical lack of knowledge in the law. They, they, and not to say the police prosecutors don't do a fantastic job. They actually, my ideal is that every single district will have an attorney general's office. Mm-hmm. You understand? That should be the ideal. And it's something that I have been urging the current attorney general to roll out. That perhaps over the next 10 or 15 years, we should have a situation where every district of Ghana should have an attorney general's office. And that's one of the reasons why we should open up legal education. Because, you see, if you have the attorney general's office in every district, you will have a lawyer review every case. case. And it will also help to take down some of the human rights issues that you and I have to deal with in court all the time. Mm. 
But back to the specific subject matter that you talked about. So the Attorney General's Office, in giving this advice, gives the advice with the eye for a proper prosecution. Other than that, fundamentally, the charges you have preferred should actually be thrown out immediately they are put before in a judge. Because they are not only defective, they are fundamentally defective. They are what we call elements of a crime. Mm. Every crime, generally, has an act to do with it and has the mental intent behind it. Our law is clear on the definition of what is an offense. That nothing is an offense unless it is written in law and a punishment prescribed for it. The elements of an offense, so if you look at our criminal code, every offense has what we call the offense creating section and the offense definition section. Each offense is defined. And so when you are preferring a charge against an individual, you must be careful that the act that you said the person, the, the prohibited act that is in the law, is also matched by what we call the prohibited intent. Mm -hmm. Except it is a, 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 an offense that can stand on its own based on the fact that of the act itself, without anything more. And so the Attorney General in this instance has the responsibility to direct the police to review their docket and to ensure that when they take this matter forward to court, it will be properly right. done. And right. then also they reminded the police mm -hmm. that there's a directive from the Attorney General's office as to a specific amount. So there's a ceiling that has been given. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA USLRC. The public, the police prosecutors, right. as to what they can prosecute. Mm -hmm. Because the, the more colossal the amount, the, the, the fact that the attorney general wants to ensure that proper investigations have been carried out. Not to say that those that are prosecuted by the uh, police are not done with proper investigations. But right. when the amount is that colossal, and you imagine that these amounts, for example, are state funds. Imagine. Imagine that the amounts involved are state funds. Mm. If the police misstep, the state will lose everything. Mm. So that is why there's a ceiling as to what they can prosecute. And the, I'm happy the court, the attorney general's advice, reminded them that this docket should have been to the Attorney General in the first place. That's right. Because of the amounts involved. Mm -hmm. And there's a limit to what you can do. So I'm happy the Attorney General reiterated that. And now that it is the Attorney General's department. Macy's one-day sale is going on now. With great deals of the day on back-to-school essentials they need now. Like 40 to 50% off kids' and juniors' outfits. 25 to 50% off backpacks, bags, and accessories. And get their dorm room set with 40% off small appliances from Bella, Crux, and more. Plus, download the app for even more great deals of the day at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Right now at Wendy's, when you buy either Dave's Single, Spicy Chicken Sandwich, Medium Frosty, or 10-Piece Nuggets, you can get another for just a buck. Your dollar never tasted so good. So it's obvious what everyone will get, right? Definitely nuts Spicy and Chicken a Sandwich, Dave's, Dave's Single, Single, and a Frosty, frosty for me. Frosty and a Frosty. Okay, who said Frosty and a Frosty? 
Pick your obvious choice. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's buy one, get one for a buck. Limited time only. Price participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's valid for item of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined in a combo or any other offer. As having stolen money, what have they stolen? Mm. Whose money have they stolen? How much did each one of them steal? That's why you, must... you need clarity on that. Otherwise, the charge will fail. Right. So, um, Albert, our courts have said that um, in this case where there was a cement matter, uh, one of our favorite judges of blessed memory has said that the, actually the charge sheet ought to contain accounts. Yes. But for economic purposes, we are able to put a number of charges on one, one, cha- one charge sheet. But it must be distinct and clearly stated out. So the duplicity thing, that makes the charge bad for duplicity. What does it exactly mean? They, in this case, we are talking about where they say there was pilfering. Yes. So somebody stole X amount this day. Another stole X amount that day. The same person who stole 20000 today, um, a month later, stole 50000 Can you put all of that together and say stealing in respect of a one, mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I think that's that will be why the attorney general would have to come in, and right. and most people do not understand. These are the technicalities of the law, mm. and one thing is, if it is indeed true that these people have stolen one million Ghana plus all the other things that they have stolen, Plus-y definitely dollars. they are going to have a good defense attorney yes. to represent them. Right. One thing about law, if you're a defense attorney, which I am one, mm-hmm. is that you first look at the technicalities. We all are. <laughs> of us, <laughs> you, first, you first look at the technicalities of the law oh, yeah. before you look at the merits. Yeah. If you talk about the merits, the merits is who is guilty mm-hmm. and who is not. Mm-hmm. But if you have a technicality, you can get your, cha- your client out of the charges without even a single witness Testifying in exactly. the case. Because he presumed innocent. Exactly. So that is why when the case comes before the police, and in this particular instance, I am surprised that the AG would say, we ask you to bring the matter to us for advice. And we'll remit the docket back to the police to continue with the prosecution. Mm. If they are to continue with the investigation, I don't have any problem. But if they are to continue with prosecution, that is where I have issues. Probably they... So you were hoping that they would take the yes, no, and they, do they, the prosecution? Yes, the last sentence. No, the, the, the last sentence says they are to continue. We are remitting back to so, you. So they, they, that they, they, yeah, um, your blah, 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 yes. duplicate docket is returned to, to you. To enable you to yes. comply with our directives. So, 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 this is how it is. Mm. If the Attorney General's office was satisfied that everything was okay, what they would do is that they would retain the docket and ask you to do what? To, to take the uh, charge caution statements, bring back the charge caution statement, and they will continue. If they return the docket back to you, it means that you are supposed to go back and do everything that they've said and then bring it back. So it isn't, it isn't that they are sending it back for prosecution. No, no, no. So but there's a possibility that in the end, the, the Attorney General will say, oh, the attorney general we take, take over the case. Over because if you look at them, this thing, they have a, in my time, they were not supposed, police were not supposed to do prosecutions up to, I think, uh, it was 100,000 cities or so back then. Yeah. So any matter above that amount limit is done by the state attorneys, even in the circuit court. Mm. That is why in the advice, the first thing they told was that looking at the amount of money involved, mm. they had no business 
starting the prosecutions at all. They right. were supposed to bring the docket to the Attorney General's office for advice. So it kept reminding them mm -hmm. that there is a circular from the Attorney General right. that and any amount above a certain limit. And it is because of the fact that some of these prosecutions involve state funds. Mm. So, if, for example, if I, the Attorney General is in Accra, there may be somebody who has stolen money in, let's say, Navrungo, involving maybe a rural bank. And the amount involved may be 3 million, 4 million, 5 million. If the police mishandle the prosecution, the state will lose that money. Right. So there's always a limit on how much the police prosecutors are supposed to do, even though in practice they ignore it. Mm. <laughs> uh, so there's a line there. I just would pick that line okay. on the page for you right. and, and give you. While you go on with my, your my, my, my student has given the clarification mm. uh, because uh, if if for not for that, I'll be very surprised. And I think probably the attorney uh, general wouldn't want to get itself involved because mm. of the political connections. Even just for advice, people are raising issues. How right. much more okay. taking over the case? All right, so we're opening the phone lines now. You can join us with very brief questions because we have about five minutes to take your questions um, as my guests continue uh, to help you with understanding the role of the Attorney General in prosecutions using this particular uh, case. Um, now, um, so, again, the 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 whilst the attorney general says, you know, we want to avoid duplicity, we don't want to have a bad case, and then uh -huh. so the people at, will win look against us. Look at page five. This is just to it says before proceeding to offer advice on the charges, mm -hmm. we noted that even though the monetary value of this case exceeds five hundred thousand, you have already taken charge statements from the accused person in this case and arranged them before court on various offenses without recourse to this office. Mm. This is contrary to the Earlier directives issued to you by the Attorney General dated 21st April 2023 to submit dockets on cases in which the monetary value exceeded 500,000 cities to this office for advice. Good. For advice. Yes. All right. So, so there's the, 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 the rule that it's always been there right. because of the fact that, because of the amounts involved mm. and the fact that some of the amounts, in fact, a lot of times, the amounts actually belong to the state. Mm. And so if right. you're not careful you're, with the kind of you're, advice... You have made that point. Yes. So the, 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 the circular to the police has been that, as the Attorney General says, has been that you don't prosecute a matter where the amount involved exceeds 500,000. Uh, in this case, you are actually saying over a million, almost like uh, uh, 1.5 million U.S. dollars in quantum. So they didn't have the power to continue with it. That also tells you that the Attorney General will take over this matter. Oh, yes, yes. Because it will, they don't no, have no, it, will, it will take over okay. this matter. So when they, when they take over, people should not raise any questions. No, no, no. no. It will, it will actually take over the matter in mm -hmm. respect of the offenses right. that relate to it, relate outside the mandate of the. Okay. That's why I am looking ultimately at some cooperation between the Attorney General's office and the Office of the Special Prosecutor okay. to ensure that there's not an overlap. Right. Now, now, Bukaji, I was coming to this point where uh, there's some curiosity that came up. That even though this happened in October of 2022, the uh, complainants and her husband, the two complainants, are said... Sisi Adapai is said to have made a complaint to the police on the 1st of Ju July 2021. And then her brother, um, a certain Henry, 
also came to make a confirmation of the fact that the money was in a box and it was uh, so on, on the 4th. The question is, by the time we are being told that they are making the complaints, the police had already done the investigations, retrieved monies, uh, seized houses, seized vehicles. How is that possible that the, the, the complaint that they filed is later in time to the investigations that have been done? Uh, so I get you on that, but I have Ernest on the line. Hello, Ernest. Good afternoon, Samson. Good afternoon. Quickly with your question. Yes. Samson, but I don't have a question. I'm very, very happy about this uh, 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 education this afternoon. Mm. If all lawyers would speak the word of politics like you are doing, I think Ghana will go high. Thank you for the program. Thank, Thank you, you, Ernest from Wasa Ekropong. Yes, uh, Opokaji, what do you say? I said, um, I said that looked bizarre. What do you say? Well, <laughs> see it as bizarre. I think that's extremely curious. I'm wondering on what basis the police began their investigations, retrieved money, retrieved assets, when there was no complaint. Because if you make an oral complaint, you go to the police station, very often the, the complaints are initially oral. But then the complainant gives a written statement. And then if the police require the complainant to give some further statement after um, the comments and investigations, that may be that. So right. how did the police get to start their investigation in this matter, went to Tamale, went to Buduburam, all manner of places? What was the basis? Was okay. it just an oral complaint? Yeah. I, I, I'm not it, sure what happened and, here. And, and, I and, yeah, and, I, and I come to me and to Albert again. Um, when they, they, she gives a complaint on the first and her brother comes to corroborate it on the 4th, there is the amended charge sheet on the 5th of July. So there was a charge sheet already going on. But by the 5th of July, it was amended. And then by the 20th of July, it was amended the second time. Right now at Wendy's, when you buy either Dave's Single, Spicy Chicken Sandwich, Medium Frosty, or 10-Piece Nuggets, you can get another for just a buck. Your dollar never tasted so good. So it's obvious what everyone will get, right? Definitely nuggets Spicy and Chicken a Sandwich, Dave's, Dave's Single, Single, and a Frosty Frosty for me. and a Frosty. Okay, who said Frosty and a Frosty? Pick your obvious choice. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Buy one, get one for a buck. Limited time only. Price of participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's valid for item of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined in a combo or any other offer. And the things that Attorney General has noted did not feature there, as in the separation of the money and everything. Um, yes, Justice, you are calling from Utsu quickly. What's your question? Okay, so, thank you for giving me the opportunity. The issue, therefore, is that I want to find out if I have a legitimate document backing my land and somebody also pretend to have the same land without a document. Can I proceed to court and win? Thank you very much. You may go to court and see what happens. But once you have a documentation, that is prima facie, in, we say in law. It suggests that you have shown evidence that you are the owner. Thank you. But that's all we are discussing. Yes. Yes. Um, so, so, so I feel it depends on the reason. So someone could go to the police station, mm -hmm. make an oral complaint. I have money in my house, and I think it's missing. I don't know who sold it.
So the police can go ahead, conduct investigation. Who are the people living in the house? Let's investigate. Let's find out. So now the police decide to investigate each and every person. They find the first accused person with certain things which are fishy. They find prima facie, something to suggest that she has stolen. This is what we found. What do you have to say? Then I want to make a complaint against this person for stealing. Mm. So the investigations can happen. Before the person decides to actually make a complaint, the U.S. they call it press charges. And there can be a charge sheet in court even before the date for the complaint. No, so you realize that the, the charge sheet was in court after the complaint, but the amended charge sheet mm -hmm. was what occurred um, after the complaint. Yes, a day later, after. After the, the brother. brother had confirmed. confirmed. So there was a charge sheet in court, mm -hmm. and the charge sheet was based on the complaint. But after the brother confirmed, after the first charge sheet, there was an No, the charge sheet was not based on... The complaint was the 1st of July. Yes. But you see, why is this? The brother makes the confirmation on the 4th of July. July. The first amendment of the charge sheet happens on the 5th of July. So from 1st to 4th, there could be a charge sheet. No, you see that... There was a charge sheet before then. Before the 1st? Yes. When the complaint was... Exactly. Made. Exactly. But you see, the, the interesting thing is also this. If a complaint has been made... Once the complaint has been made, the, the investigation process drives. And so that's it. Mm. Interesting. Uh, a very last call. Uh, Chief Musa, you're calling from Wale Wale. You have just 30 seconds. Yeah. Good afternoon, Tom and the panelists. Uh, I want to, something is bothering my mind. Your program is excellent. But what I want to know is that if somebody has a specific amount you have to keep with you, Ooh. That's my question. In the house. Thank you very much. You don't have a specific amount you have to keep with you, but that's not what we are discussing. Uh, what will be your final words as we close um, on the role of the Attorney General? And thanks for the explanations that you have given so far. I'm sure we have educated the public sufficiently. Uh, in some uh, 15 seconds, what will you say, uh, Pokoje? The Attorney General is doing what is expected of his office. Uh, we just hope that the public would have, should have confidence in what they are doing unless there is reason to doubt from the actions of the attorney general thank Let's you just allow them to do their work thank you very much Nee. Oh, i think that we are looking forward to the collaboration you see that's the thing the collaboration so that the reason why the osp's office was set up will actually be fulfilled because clearly there was a deficiency right. and that is why the office was set up thank you yes I'll, right. um, I'll, I'll use my last words to uh, reiterate the call that the Office of the Attorney General should be separated from the Minister of Justice. <laughs> the Attorney General should not be a politician. So that at least that public perception of uh, politics would be out of the way for, of the Attorney General. So he can do his work. As Thank you so very much. My guests have been Julius Opokwe J, Opokwe J, and Ko Nikpako Samoa Ado uh, of Ado Ado Legal Attorneys. He's also a lecturer of the law. Albert Jemfi is with Total Legal Services and he's also a teacher of the law as well. I'm Samson Ladianyanini. This has been the law. It's your legal light. It's your health law. Have a good afternoon. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. 
Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.